Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Thursday night game. Yeah, Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knob. Baby face Joel Solomon is producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? All right. Lots to take care of here. First of all, some housekeeping. Um, Extrapoints.com slash arcade, our pick'em contest. Our prop quiz contest, $100 up for grabs, all right? You got the gold cap up for grabs. That's one thing. Also, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. We're going to be there January 8th and January 9th. All-day watch party during week 18, Sunday, at the Comedy Club for four hours. Actually, six. We're doing both uh, for both day games. We're doing it all day long. And then uh, we're doing it Monday night for the college football championship. We're going to get it going there. Watch with us. Jump in there. Meet up, get the flight out there. It's really cheap. Everything's very cheap. January 8th and 9th, Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. And one last thing, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Yes, that's tomorrow. That happens. It's Washington State. It's Fresno State at SoFi Stadium. Go there, get your tickets. Now, let's talk about this Thursday game. Harry, 21-13, the 49ers beat the Seahawks. They go to Seattle. They get the job done. They cover the three. The game goes under the total 43 and a half. I don't know. It probably shouldn't have been that close with the phantom uh, roughing the passer call and everything else. It seemed like San Francisco dominated. Yeah. San Francisco uh, pretty much dominated beginning to end uh, Niners uh, NFC West champs for the first time since 2019. I really think those out the, the turning point in the game was that Travis Homer fumble right before halftime. Uh, San Fran scooped it up, returned it to the five, took it in within uh, less than a minute to go in the first half. That was a killer. It was 7-3 at the time. Then it made a 14-3 at half. And just basically San Francisco tightened it up on defense. They let Gino move down the field a little bit in the second half, but still couldn't get in the end zone. And McCaffrey again. McCaffrey's been fantastic. Last three games, Sal. Last three games. Rushing, receiving combined. 138, 153, 144. This team's rolling right now. Yeah, they are. And they're just tough to score on. They really yeah, are. Like 13 was a lot. That was, that was a, that was a lot to ask for out of that Seattle offense. Hey, I hit on another first touchdown uh, bet. This is my third of the year. Um, actually maybe me alone, maybe coming close to even, I know Harry, you're, you're probably in the plus Kittle, George Kittle plus eight fifty. Not only that, he did it two times. He scored twice. Take that bill Simmons. I'm up 21.3 on you in our fantasy battle in the playoffs. That's going to be fun. My prop sucked. It was uh, Robbie Gould over one and a half field goals made. He attempted one and missed uh, badly. Harry, you won on your prop, Geno Smith, right? I that one earlier. Rushing yards for uh, Geno Smith over. Yeah. <laughs> he had one one rush when he had to avoid the uh, one rush where he had avoided the uh, pass rush of Sam Brand. Took off, ran for 18. I had over 16 and a half. But nice job uh, by you, Sal Kittle. You said he was going. He was way overdue for a big game, and he really had one on uh, on uh, Thursday night. Yeah, scary team. This 49ers yeah. and Brock Purdy, I think, was like 11 for his first 11. Uh, gets the win, and it earns him. 
You want to guess, Harry? There's he's on the list for offensive rookie mm. of the year. You want to guess what his odds are wow. right now? By the way, that touchdown, the double fake, the uh, double fake for the first touchdown to Kittle uh, was fantastic. I'm gonna say he's been great. He's been great. Uh, I'm gonna say rookie of the year, boy. Um, fifteen to one. It's close. He's 12 to one. He's already 12. He's played what? Two and a half games. So I guess he could get down there. I guess if you get like Kenneth Walker, just kind of mediocre the rest of the way. And these receivers, uh, Olave and Garrett Wilson, just to score one touchdown the rest of the way. And, and Purdy's putting up good numbers for the the, the remaining month. He could actually be in the running. So there you go. All right, listen, we got a lot to get to. We got the week 15 slate. There's three games Saturday. There's the rest are on Sunday. We're going to hit it all. Uh, when we return after this break. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OMAHAFULL and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, You'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans, Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. All right, let's get into week 15. We already kicked off week 15 with Seattle, San Francisco last night. We have three Saturday games in the NFL, seven college games, including the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. We gave you our college selections the other day. 
Let's start off. Let's start off with the last one, the good one, Buffalo, Miami. This has now jumped to seven and a half and 44 Saturday night. Like I said, the degenerate trifecta and I will be in our final Spotify live of the season. Yes. The last one, fellas, um, Anastasia, Josh, Blake. We hope to hear from all of you, all our fans. Anyway, we'll be there for the fourth quarter. But betting on the entire game, well, I feel like we all have the bills. Parley, kid, you changed your mind. You had Dolphins. What changed your mind in this game? And it went up a half a point while you changed your mind. Well, it's, it was very simple. Um, it had nothing to do with the points uh, or anything like that. I just I fell asleep at the wheel and uh, totally realized that this game was in Buffalo, not Miami. So that's oh. as simple as that. That's why I changed right. my mind. And we know right. we know usually what it's like when these uh, teams that are used to the warm weather environment have to travel uh, to a place like Buffalo at this time of the year. I don't trust to uh, uh, in, in that type of uh, environment, uh, which which is going to be on Sunday. Josh Allen has proven time and time again that the elements really don't affect him at all. I think Miami is going to regret coming to Buffalo this weekend. Uh, Buffalo big here, Sal. I think this is, remember we've been talking about a breakout game from yeah. the bills. This, this could be it. This could be it. Uh, Waddle has been, I think hampered uh, a bit has uh, been unproductive for several weeks. Now uh, Hill can only do so much. He's been great. Uh, absolutely fantastic. But again, I'm not sure if I could trust Tua coming off a very poor performance against the chargers to really get it done in what's going to be a hostile, cold, crummy environment up there in Buffalo. I agree, Parlick. And if I'm wrong this week, I said it would happen against the Jets. They'd put up 35. The Jets defense was uh, friskier than I uh, even imagined. But the Dolphins defense, 23rd ranked, like you said, come into Buffalo. Forget about the weather. They're 1-5 against the spread in the last six road hmm. games. Anyway, wherever they are. And the Bills... 10 and four against the spread in 14 home rematches straight up and against the spread. So I am taking Buffalo 30 to 20. Bri, you like the bills giving the points as well. Yeah. I love the bills too. Yeah. This has been a really tough stretch for the dolphins here. Um, but I will say it's a, it's a, I don't know who comes up with these schedules, but Miami at San Francisco, then right away they're at the chargers. Now they're at bills. So three straight road games. You know, the Dolphins just have not looked the same offensively. The run game has been non-existent. And then, yeah, you factor in, like probably was saying, it's going to be cold there on Saturday night. Probably there's probably going to be a snow shower. Um, you know, two is not going to be used to playing this, regardless of what they said he's done before in terms of playing cold. Mm, he's yeah. not going to be used to this. Um, you know, and the Bills haven't necessarily been lighting up the scoreboard either, but they've been great defensively. Um, I, you know, the bills obviously know they can take control of this division firmly with the win here. Um, and this is a, a, you know, a revenge game. This is a game they want back from early in the season. So yep. give me the bills minus seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. The coordinator throwing a fit in the booth almost yep. jumped out, almost, almost jumped, leapt to his death there. Remember that was uh that yep. was some game. Yeah. We watched that together, Brian. I think that yes, was we a week did. Two. Brooklyn. That was a Brooklyn. That's game. right. Uh, yeah. And the dolphins, you know, as you were saying, it, it occurred to me, they're, they're kind of screwed schedule. They were screwed anyway, right. From Sunday to Saturday yep. on the road, Sunday night to Saturday. Anyway, I don't think it uh, is going to matter too much. Also Cole Beasley should be in the lineup that could shore up. You know, you, you didn't have to worry about McKenzie dropping the ball. He's kind of let yep. them down the last couple of weeks. Um, but 
more importantly, the Dolphins offense has let them down, scored 17 in the last two games. One was against the 49ers. Maybe we'll give them a break there, but I don't think that offense is right. Either way, Harry, you're taking the over. Yeah, opened it up 42. Now it's at 44. First meeting of the season, Allen had 400 yards in that game. And in nine career games against the Bills for Allen, the Bills have averaged 33 points a game. And look, they're going to have to pass if the running game continues to tank. Um, I think it's time for Tua and the offense to get over this two-game slide where they haven't scored many points. But games before that, four straight before that, 30 points or more. Let's see a great game on Saturday night between Tua and uh, Josh Allen. I think this game goes over the 44. What's the final? I like your 30-20. Let's go 30-20. I'll, I'll take All it right. over, Sal. It's an old school score. It really is. All right, so let's go back because the middle game, there's three games, like I mentioned, Saturday. There is uh, Indy, Minnesota, the game we just went over, Buffalo, Miami, and Cleveland home. I'm laying three to Baltimore. 38 is the over-under. It looks like Huntley's going to play. It's not going to be Brown. Well, Huntley's cleared, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yep. so then they just uh, Harbaugh just has to name him quarterback. I'd be surprised if they threw Brown in to start there. And if that's the case, give me Huntley over Deshaun Watson at this point. Why not, really? Honestly, I don't think this guy is going to have to do a lot. We saw what the Ravens did to the Steelers with Dobbins and Edwards back for the first time in two years. They averaged like eight yards in a temp. It was 120 yards on the ground. They're playing great defense. This is really what you want, Bry, in a mm-hmm. January, late December type atmosphere for a team that's gearing up for the playoffs, right? Run the ball, play good defense. Um, yep. What did they do? They uh, did four of the last five games. They've held opponents to 14 or fewer. I think they do it again. This is a 19-13 Final, give me the under, give me Baltimore. Yeah, I like I like that score. So, you know, like you were saying, Huntley cleared concussion protocol. So that's big news for this team. Seems like he should play. But how could you lay three points with the Browns at this point? I, I get it. I feel like three, I feel like this spread isn't necessarily right. I mean, I get the Baltimore at home beat them by three the first time, but they have one offensive touchdown the last two weeks, right? Watts. And look, we we have to remember. You know, a lot of people are bashing Watson, right? Rightfully so, obviously for other reasons. But guy hasn't played in two years. I mean, that's a, you sh- it shows you how hard sure. um, it is to play the uh, position. So it makes sense that he hasn't been good. I, I still don't think he's necessarily going to be back to himself anytime soon. Maybe next year. Uh, but this Ravens defense has been really good. Like you said, they've held opponents to fourteen or less in four of their last five. And the one game they struggled. It really wasn't even that they struggled. That Jacksonville game, I just thought Lawrence and their wide receivers just made some incredible plays in that game yeah. um, that really had more to do with their offense and the defense. Dobbins being back, had a, had a big week last week. That's big for them. I think it's going to be really close. And I, I do think maybe this might be – this may be a field goal game either way, but I definitely give me the points here for sure. I think this is like a one- or two-point game. Maybe comes down to the a last-second field goal here by Tucker. Yeah, again, who do you trust most in this game? And the answer is Tucker. It really, yep. really should be. Shouldn't be Nick Chubb. Anyone who's needed him to play well <laughs> to get into the fantasy playoffs knows for the last five struggled really bad, bad games for uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, so, you know, it's not even the Browns team that we know without Deshaun Watson. So give me 19-13 Ravens win. All right, Jets and Lions. I had a trouble with this. The odds makers did too. They had had to pick them all week. But then on Thursday, the limits get raised. And now the Jets are favored by a point and a half. Boy, everybody, Harry, is all over the Jets. 44 and a half is the over under. Uh, I like the Lions to win this 21-16. I went back and forth, but I just don't trust it with a 
back and forth, Mike White. Who's to say that we don't see the same thing? He's got his ribs. A lot of co- uh, quarterbacks with rib injuries. I think it's going to be tough on Mike White. And uh, God forbid Zach Wilson gets in there. 21-16. Give me the Lions. Who do you like? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Sal. I'm on the Lions, too. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna give it up to Mike White for even trying to play after he, the hits he took last week. But, yeah, it, it could just be a matter of time. They have running back issues. Definitely a playoff game mentality for both sides. This is probably a playoff game for both sides in terms of wanting to get into the playoffs. Um, way more talented offense, though. Detroit, just it is. I know the Jets are fantastic defensively, but I'm just going to take Detroit, who's the hottest team probably offensively in the league right now. Um, last five games, they're averaging 32 points. Dan Campbell is pushing all the right buttons uh, in his second season. I mean, and Jared Goff, last five games, nine touchdowns, zero picks. He's been great. I'm rolling still with the Lions. He's like the sixth best quarterback in the league or something statistically. Yeah, but dating back to last season, the Lions are six and one against the spread when the number set at three points or fewer. I kind of think we would think much more highly of the Lions had they beaten the Bills in that, you know, mm-hmm. 50-50 game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, they really did. And uh, I don't know. And Brian, you know, a six and seven team bodes well for the Lions, has made the playoffs each of the last four years. Happened twice last year. One of the teams was your your Raiders, and yes. the Eagles was the other. So there you go, 21-16. They're also thought of like as a home team. They won their last two road games. People forget, in MetLife and against the Bears. So I'm all over the uh, Lions after uh, talking myself into it. All right, Tampa Bay at Cincinnati. I don't know, Parlay kid. I'm seeing three and a half and 44. The Buccaneers are home. They're getting points from the red-hot Bengals. Uh, I say red hot. They're 10 and three against the spread, which is best in the league. Brady is three, nine and one against the spread this season. That's the worst. That's his worst. What is the Brady tax in this game? Farley kid. We try to figure this out on extra points. What is the line here? If you got, you know, the uh, on fire Bengals traveling to Tampa Bay and like, just, uh, I, I, I mean, really, well, who do we compare Brady to at this point? I think I think this spread is like six and a half or seven if it's not Tom Brady. And yet, if you go with guys who have similar stats to Tom Brady, you know, it's still a three and a half. I don't know. What are you seeing here? I agree with that. What you're saying there with the uh, the Brady thing, Sal. But boy, you know, I I have to ride Cincy here, right? Because one. Uh, after that, look, I was on Tampa going into San Fran getting three and a half, uh, whatever they Mm -hmm. were getting last uh, weekend. And I couldn't have been more wrong, Sal. This team looks shot. They just, and I think probably Brady is the least of Tampa's concerns. That might sound crazy. I don't, I just don't know if they have any explosive players on the offensive side of ball. I'm talking like zero. They Mm -hmm. have zero players that scare you on this. We talked about Mike Evans has slowed down. He's not a weapon. Godwin's been okay. He's been solid, but he's really a possession receiver. He averages less than 10 yards per catch yeah. in this offense. Brady is a little gun shy. He doesn't want to get hit. He's checking down real quickly all game long. Not The ball rarely goes downfield. I think Cincinnati is rolling. There's the two teams heading in the exact opposite directions. I just yeah. don't think uh, – I don't think Tampa's got the firepower here offensively to keep up with the Cincinnati team where if they put up since he puts up 21 points should be enough, should be enough to even cover this spread. Uh, I think they'll go above that because Tampa's defense while still competitive is not amongst the elite 
anymore. I'm with you. I actually have a 24-17, so right in there. Yeah, Burrow, I mean, this secondary against the 49ers, and who knows out of these three who's going to start this week. But at San Francisco, they play without Winfield, uh, Murphy bunting, and Mike Edwards is safety. Right. And Burrow just punishes these teams, right? He's got almost 3,700 yards. Um, he's the most profitable quarterback in the, since last, since 2020, 16 and seven against the spread away from home and wow. take Brady out of the equation. You got Burrow throwing against this banged up secondary. You got the running game. They had what? 209 yards, uh, San Francisco against, uh, against yep. Tampa Bay was supposed to have a stout run defense. Uh, right. P Ryan and Mixon have got it going. It takes pressure off Burrow and the pass protection. I really like the Bengals here. I don't see it. And by the way, I don't, the, the, does it Tampa Bay need it? I mean, th- don't they win the division if they go two and two the rest of the way, Bry? Yeah. Doesn't it seems so. like it. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. all right. So they go to Arizona who's not beating anybody and then they just beat Desmond Ritter or Carolina. And right. I think, uh, I think they're in all right shape. 24, 17 Cincinnati who needs to keep winning. All right, Harry Jacksonville, Dallas, boy, everybody's given the Jacksonville the nod here. I know. Dallas played like absolute garbage last week. Uh, this is three in a row. This is eight, three AFC South in a row, Polly kid, right? We started with the Colts, right? And then yep, last week, obviously correct. the Texans. That's correct. Jacksonville plus four and 47 and a half. The Jags are home. I don't know. People are like labeling this a trap game, but it's not a trap game because next week against the Eagles means nothing if they don't win this week. Right. Um, and I feel like I talked about this. Will Blackman was talking about it on Lemon Pepper Parlay. So a lot of bad things, uh, Parley kid, but the fact that we can now drive 98 yards against a NFL defense in the last couple minutes of a game, we know we could do that now, right? Not a lot of teams, not a lot of the good teams have been put up against that. Jack's 27th in the NFL in yards allowed per game. Dak is a three-point favorite or greater on the road, 16-4, and 14-5-1 and one against the spread. I'm going 31-19 Cowboys. I think they score Oof. a lot. Harry, you're against me here. Listen, Darren, I'm taking the better quarterback right now. And it ain't Dak. <laughs> it ain't Dak, Darren. <laughs> he's got the most, since he's been back, he's got the most picks in the league. Uh, he's got seven picks in his last five games. Meanwhile, Jacksonville, respectful, three and two in the last five games. And over those five games, Trevor Lawrence, Brian's Trevor Lawrence, has 11 total touchdowns, zero picks, and bonus time. Bonus time because there's a try-by here that fits this game perfectly. Uh, here we go. <laughs> play the whole beat, division here. What, go Dallas ahead, go. beat the Giants twice. The Giants right. beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Dallas should kill the Jags. No, we go the other way. Jags plus the four. There's no way we wouldn't be able to think of, in two minutes, think of something that conflicts with that. Somewhere you got, the, the, double, the, you got the double Dallas win. That's a bonus. The, who did the Jags beat? Now Jags didn't beat anyone. Dallas beat, right? Lost to, Oh, I don't know. Well, listen, Trevor Lawrence, this guy, this great, he's savior. They I can tell. Back. I can see Sal. I can see Darren's yeah. face. He's scared. He's scared. About <laughs> <this>. <laughs> well, there's nothing to be scared about. We're making the playoffs, but Trevor Lawrence hey. is not, they don't, they don't do well after a win. This is the problem with teams like Jacksonville and, and the chargers. They don't, double up. You can't get any momentum one in five straight up after a win and two and mm. four against the spread. So that's why I yeah. like Dallas here. I think they take care of business. Uh, you know, and I also think, what do you think? Paul, like Micah Parsons held back a little bit 
last couple of games? I think he responds here. I, I think like his brother Brian uh, alluded to, uh, he might be a little bit banged up the last few weeks. Uh, hopefully mm. he's healthy. I know, look, their secondary's banged up. That's going to uh, hurt. But I think they got their wake-up call last week against the Texans, Sal. Uh, I think they come out in this game uh, firing on all cylinders. I think they're going to have a really good game plan. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, with uh, offensive coordinators, uh, when we may be playing the Texans, maybe they just thought they could keep the game plan really simple yeah. and beat the Texans without showing too much. Uh, and maybe that hurt them as well uh, mm-hmm. in that game. I think this game, um, there's, right. there's no holding back. I know they had Philly the next week, but uh, like you said, that Philly game means nothing if they if they lose this one, Sal. So I think we're going right. to see a really strong effort on both sides of the ball from the Dallas Cowboys this week. All right. That'll be nice. Uh, Chargers, three-point favorite at home. I guess it's at home. SoFi, 46 and a half is the over-under. I don't know. I might take the goalpost. I might storm the field nude and uh, grab the goalpost. <laughs> so I don't know. They may have to move this game. Uh, Tennessee is in town. Tannehill versus Herbert. Everybody on social media is going nuts. The, comparing these two for years. And, no, no, no. That's sorry. That's someone else. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> We're talking about bounce back teams. I discussed this on extra points. Vrabel is just the guy to bounce back here. Yep. Titans have lost by uh, 13 games. Sorry. By double digits under in his regime. And they're 11 and three straight up and nine, four and one against the spread in their next game after losing by double digits. Parley kid. We both like Tennessee. I think like King Henry has to have his way with some, at least two of the next four defenses, right? I really do. And this is the one, I, this is where the Dolphins screwed up. They went against the Chargers run defense, which is absolute last, gave up 5.4 yards per carry. Uh, Jacobs, okay, he's great. And we year, week before he had 144, he had Connor with 120, Pacheco had 107, Algier had 99 a, a few games ago. Like, I don't see, uh, something's wrong if King Henry can't get it done. Uh, Tennessee wins 26-17. I'm with you on this one, Sal. I think both these teams um, drive me crazy, though, right? Like it's there's so both these teams are really hard to predict what's going to happen. But I think like you said, I think Vrabel uh, is the better coach uh, in this matchup. Uh, Both teams need this game. Uh, Both teams should be desperate for this game. And I think, as you're saying, I think the Titans get back kind of to like where play the way they should be playing ground and pound with Henry against this soft front of the Chargers. Keep the ball out of Herbert's hands for as much as possible. They had that recipe going last week, but turnovers uh, against the Jags, but turnovers killed them. The Titans do not want to play from behind. If they have to, if they can score early in this game and kind of ground and pound, make the Chargers chase, I think right. that's going to be a really big factor here, Sal. But I think, like you were saying, they got to find their identity here. Their identity is just running the ball with Derrick Henry. Tannehill will do enough. He's he's been he's always been serviceable, sometimes more than serviceable. I know he doesn't have the weapons either, but those weapons will be much better if Henry is uh, doing his thing. Yeah. And I think he will against this Chargers defense. And as we know, the Chargers don't like to pull away from anybody. So no matter what. Even if the Chargers come out and playing some good football, this game's going to be tight most of the way. So just it's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. I think maybe like you're saying, the chart, maybe that it's the Titans that pull out the close one here based on just having a more gritty performance. 
Let's ride with Tennessee. Absolutely. Harry's also looking for a new identity. I don't know. He's changing his shirt. It's, it's coming. I think it's happening soon. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, all right, so let's go to the Sunday night game. Now, this was um, this was flexed. Washington and the Giants, four and a half point favorite. Boy, Eddie Spaghetti, I, I had the Giants, and Spaghetti went through all the injuries and how these guys aren't coming back and everyone that's banged up, and it made me think about changing my pick. But I'm not going to. I'm sticking with the Giants here, and I get the spread based on what it was a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Washington was what, one and a half, Bry, on the road yeah. uh, in New York. And so you just add three when they're home and it's four and a half. But if Dable is everything fans hope he is, I don't think he's going to allow them to get pushed around like they did last week against the Eagles. Uh, Washington plays close games. Seven of the last nine were one score games. And one of the two that wasn't was that dumb lateral crap at the end against Philadelphia. So that was a one score game too. Uh, I think four and a half is just too rich. Washington, just four and 10 and two and 12 against the spread. And the last 14 post bye week games. I think they're going to struggle after the bye. That momentum has kind of slowed down. Same with the Packers. This bye hurts a couple of the teams is my prediction. 25, 22. I'm taking the points, Brian. You like Washington. Oh yeah. I mean, I do think the giants may be cooked a little bit, right? Oh, three and one, their last four, their offense has pretty much just been Daniel Jones rushing. That's what it seems like. It's been Barkley between, you know, being injured and just not as good recently. The team, like you said, Eddie was saying tons of injuries still on this team. And then you look at Washington, right? Six, one and one in their last eight games. They're also six, one and one against their spread in their last eight games. Defensively, they've been really good. And a guy like Heineke, you know, gives, gives them just enough uh, to, to win these games. I do think, uh, you know, even though it's, you know, four and a half, I'm not saying this is a blowout here, but I think, the commanders win this one like 20 to 13. All right. This uh, underdogs four and one, the last five uh, meetings in this uh, NFC mm. East rivalry here. All right, let's take a quick break. And then I'm sorry, Parley kid. We have to do it just one last time. World cup. We're picking a winner. <laughs> oh, great. The big game. Here we go. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any, you know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Yeah. All right, Argentina, France. Here we are, Parley kids. As good as it gets, as even as it gets. Minus 110, both sides. If you want to bet, if you don't want to worry about the 90 minutes or penalty kicks or extra time, and you just want to bet one team to advance as the World Cup champ, it's minus 110 for France. It's minus 110 for Argentina. If you want to take the 90 minute line, the draw is plus 195, France plus 180, Argentina plus 175. So I guess they're essentially the slightest 
of favorites. Um, I already cashed my Argentina, France, or Brazil to win prop. That was my big one. Good job by me. Plus 105. I don't have to worry about it. Uh, we did well with the zero zeros, Brian. We actually made money off this tournament, yeah. didn't we? Um, Unbelievable. A little bit. Oh, I'm, well, I'm, really be this at, I'm really pissed at myself for not putting, you know, you were talking about the 9,200 for two, yeah. two grand for uh, France. Didn't really do that. I'm upset about it. I know. Here. I know. And I called the final in our text chain. I said mm-hmm. two nothing, but I, I thought uh, instead of going with, I took France plus a half a goal in regulation that obviously won, but now I have it tied to the chiefs money line. So um, get, get ready for some shenanigans there for sure against the Texans, but the zero zeros were fun. I mean, you rooted for nothing. I really, I wish we could bet this much on like the time we'd spent in like a doctor's lobby or something like waiting, like they just root for nothing. It's great. And then there's no goals, but in this one, I think it's going to be different. Harry, you're kind of on the same uh, page as me. I like over two and a half in regulation plus plus one fifty. in 2018, France handed Croatia a four, two loss uh, in the world cup final. As far as France goes, two or more goals in five of their last six. Argentina, two or more in their last five. Fast pace, lots of opportunities in the box. Look, I'm speaking as someone who doesn't know what the hell they're talking about, but lots of opportunities for penalties. You could definitely see Messi with a penalty kick, right? He scored in each of the last five games. He's taken 27 shots. Mbappe's taken 24 shots. They both have five goals competing for the golden boot. I think it's three, two final and regulation Argentina wins. I think last week I gave you a South American country to win and that'll be Argentina three, two Harry, you like a guy like this as well. I like this a lot, a goal in both halves plus one yeah, right? plus one thirty five. There's been a goal in both halves in the last three matches for France. And the same holds true for Argentina. And since June of 2022, Argentina's played 11 total matches, 10 of them. I've had a goal in the first and second half, both wow. plus one thirty-five, pretty good. Look at that parlay kid. Look at that. You don't care about any of this. He you're saying, care. You're saying draw. Me and did our homework, baby. He's saying no scoring and a draw, right? I didn't say I didn't say no scoring, right? Okay. I, I'm just saying a draw because yep. look, like you're saying what the odds are saying that these two teams are about as evenly matched as possible. So let's ride the draw plus one ninety-five. If that that easily matched. Shouldn't this be heading to that uh, final result? That's the yeah. only. That's what I'm going to. If you want some really good soccer analysis, Toby and Brett, uh, I think you should uh, hit those guys. There up. you go. Covered in glory, they have it all. Uh, they have it all covered in glory, right there on the money grab feed here on the Extra Points Podcast Network. Listen to those guys; they know what they're talking about. Uh, all right, Brian, give us your pick here. Well, I'm the same way. I'm looking at the draw. I will say, first of all, though, I do have um, – I was looking at Messi goal. You were saying, right, five goals last five games. Yeah. Um, I do have him for the golden boot. I think you do, too. Me, too. 11-1? What do we got? 10-1? I got him at 10-1. Okay. I didn't I didn't put too much on him, but that'll be nice. Could be a nice hit. He's leading right now. I think he's minus 140, right, because the tiebreaker goes to assist, which – Oh, um, is that how they I do think it? So. I think so. I think so. Tiebreaker goes okay. to assist, right? So he's leading. That's why it's minus one forty right now. He has an extra assist. I, I think, see. Over him, All right. Pretty sure. Um, so I was looking at that. Yeah, him to score in this game is plus one sixteen. You're right. If they, um, you know, a penalty, you know, he could very easily draw the penalty. He's going to take the kick there. So I, I, I like that mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, the draw to me just sounds right for these two teams. Very evenly matched. I've had success betting the draw in general. Um, more of it's been first half draws that I bet, but 
I I could definitely see this game. So I could see this ending in exciting fashion um, in penalty kicks. Um, you know, I think either side to win in penalty kicks is about plus eight fifty. Um, mm. But yeah, I honestly don't. I I I I couldn't really pick a side here, so I'm, I'm rooting for a really close game. Um, an extra time here. So I'll take the draw at plus 195. This is going to be one of the crazier sports weekends, right? Because I, I have the Jimmy Kimmel Live Bowl at 1230, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Pacific time, yeah. right? I'll be out there. Go, we, we'll give you the information at the end, how to get tickets there. Uh, and then Spotify Live, we're doing right. Dolphins, Bills. Mm-hmm. And then there's a nice UFC card after that. And yeah, then that's a good one. if you care, you're going to wake up early in the morning, or at least I am. This is, this is a 7 a.m. kickoff, Harry, on the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It goes right into uh football. They're not, they're certainly not going to overlap Fox with the uh, Fox game and France, Argentina. Is there, so is there, there golf go. this weekend too, Harry? Harry you would not. <laughs> I was just going to mention. <laughs> I was just going to mention. What is it? I haven't looked. I haven't actually looked. Senior <laughs> tour. <laughs> Senior tour. The, no, Mauritius, the Mauritius Open. I've not heard any of these names. I don't know. I don't (laughs) actually. Please do not play golf from October through February, please. Yeah, we don't need it. We don't need it for sure. Uh, So there you go. All right. Uh, That's soccer. Like uh, the parlay kid said, covered in glory on the money grab feed. That's our soccer podcast. These guys know what they're doing. They give five picks. They're five pints special uh, Mm -hmm. every week. They give out plus money winners all the time. Now, speaking of winners, sharp tank. How did we do last week? Parlay kid. Terrible. <laughs> you could have made did, something. Uh, I think Harry hit his. I had, Harry Ar- his. I had Army Navy under, so screw oh, right. and, uh, oh, yeah. I had. Yeah. A, I had. I came to. Well, I think my four uh, sharp tank win streak came to an end, an abrupt end, uh, uh, with uh, some you know favorite uh, ten point favorite losing. I forget which one it was, but it was it, a pro. Uh, it had to be a pro game, right? Who yeah, was it? I forget. Um, was it the Cowboys? Did you just tease them down to five and a half or something? No, it was. Uh, somebody's lost straight up. I think that I think I can't recall. I really can't. Seattle. Oh, I had the Seattle Raiders. Oh, it wasn't and the Chiefs. No, no. So the Titans and Seattle. Seattle. Right. Okay. No, it was oh, the Titans really first, right? So. Oh, that's fun. It was over before it started. So whatever. That's fun. All right, yeah. there you go. All right, well, lead us off with. Um, I mean, I'm guessing. Well, you're this not going to like Winnipeg. my pick because I, you, Jets, you and Harry right? already have gone against it. <laughs> Okay. But I Sal, I'm on the Jets this weekend. Okay. Uh, I know you're saying. I guess it seems like a lot of people are uh, uh, go, riding with the Jets. The money's coming in on the Jets, but it seems like all the professionals who are picking the game are all riding with the Lions. So I think mm-hmm. it's kind of uh, you know the toss up, which a lot of people think it is. But uh, Sal, this Jets defense. I, I don't know if the Lions have played a defense like this uh, in mm-hmm. several weeks. Uh, while they have this uh, offensive uh, surge that they've uh, come across in the past yeah. month or so, uh, this Jets defense has been fantastic. You know, they've held the Bills to under 20 points twice this year. Uh, this is a legit, legit defense. And the Lions defense is porous enough where I think even an average Jet offense will put up enough points to beat this Detroit Lions team. I, I just think. I think this Jets team, the defense is just going to punch the Lions in the face from the start, and they're going to dominate uh, that Lions offense. Uh, like the Patriots did, right? I mean, when they went to New England, right? That's the Was that their last loss, Harry? When New England, when Detroit went to New England, 
right? Wasn't that a shout yeah, out? That, oh, blow, yeah. that blowout. 29, 29 nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, right. you, you know what? Uh, last loss. Um, Bills. Right. Not their last loss. The oh, Bills, Bills was, was Thanksgiving. Was right. Okay. That, yeah. Believe it or not, that New England game was all the way back October 9th. So yeah. that's crazy, right? Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. It was but a couple yeah, months I mean, ago. They had back to back weeks against the premier defenses of, of New England and Dallas, where they mm-hmm. scored a total of six points. Uh, mm-hmm. Since then, um, yeah, Jacksonville, Minnesota, the Giants, the Bears, uh, you know, not the uh, standout defenses that they're, they're going to face here against right. the Jets, especially coming out into this cold environment. They used to be, they're used to playing in that nice, comfy uh, confines of that dome. Okay, mm-hmm. not this time. They're out here in the elements of New York. All I right. think the Jets are ready. They're going to smack them. And don't be surprised if Zach Wilson comes out and makes a big play or two if he huh. has to for the Jets this weekend. Okay. I will be surprised. I'm sorry. I'm not even I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not care. I don't care about your Me warning. Too. I'm still gonna be surprised. No. <laughs> All right, Harry, uh, give us your uh, 10 point teaser. Yeah, two sharp tanks in a row for me with Tulane and then the Lions. And I'm taking a page out of uh Big D's uh playbook here with a three team 10 point NFL tease. I'm gonna take the Patriots to plus 10 against the Raiders mm. uh, on Monday. I had new England, uh, just Belichick over Kingsbury. And I think, that, you know, he's got his disciple McDaniel on the other side. Uh, and the Raiders are done. We discussed that earlier in the McDaniels. week. I'm taking this one's Patriots. McDaniels, right? McDaniels yeah. plus 10 yeah. Patriots uh, in this game against the Raiders. I'm going to take Jacksonville. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm going to tease them up to plus 14 Jacksonville in 13 games this year. have lost by more than 10 points just once. And that's against a red hot lions. And I'm taking my Vikings plus six plus six. Oh, wow. Wow. You oh, really yeah. do plus believe in them. Against wow. the I, we doubted you. Three <laughs> teaser plus the six. They should beat the Colts, who are just 24th in total offense. They should have Cousins and Crew should have enough offense to get through here. But their defense, like I said, do have to do a lot of things there to fix this defense. It's kind of seems broken. So I'm going to take the plus six against Indy. Vikings probably still win the game and clinch the NFC North. <laughs> I apologize, Harry. I was on you for ditching your team, your Vikings team. But here you are saying that they have enough firepower to lose by slightly less than a touchdown <laughs> in your mind against Just the uh, th- against the three win Colts. <laughs> That's I mean you a uh, four win. Sorry, four eight and one. All right, there you go. Uh, Just I, what in do case. I, I have that I have that Jacksonville game thirty one nineteen. So. That's too close. That's too close for me to take the Jacksonville. You don't like Minnesota plus six? I do, but that's, a again, a, a extra fishy game to start Saturday. Um, I could see doing that and just being down too much money. All right, well, Bryce, sell me on this uh, UFC fight, and then I could just take this. And- well, all right. So I'm taking Jared Cannonier minus 110 over Strickland. So it's a pick em fight here. If you asked me this about six months ago, I would have definitely said Strickland would have won this. Uh, but now I'm jumping on Cannonier. I do also like Cannonier by KO at three to one. I just think Cannonier's power is going to be too much for Strickland. You know, aside from the top of the division, Cannonier has pretty much dominated all the others. Strickland's uh-huh. chin. I mean, it's hard to say with Strickland, right? He gets knocked out to Pereira, which kind of everybody does. Um, and that's the first time his chin has really been tested, Strickland. But the problem with Strickland is going to be in this fight. He's just not going to change the way he fights. He's just going to come forward, throw a ton of punches. That's kind of what he does. Um, and he just fights as if he's not scared of anybody. But a guy like Cannonier, who has serious power, too, is going to provide um, hmm. issues for him here. So I, 
you know, if you were asking me value, probably value of, of t- him taking Cannoneer at three to one by KO is probably better than him just to win this fight. Um, but I'm going to take him just to win. I was thinking, I was looking because of your analysis, will not go the distance. It's a toss up, right? With to go or to not go is also minus 112, I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, right Str- you there. know, Strickland's other fights have gone um, the distance in a bunch yeah. of them. But um, Meatballs, what do you think of this fight? I am actually the opposite of Brother Bry. I like Strickland. Oh, no. Shut up, Michael. Damn, damn yeah, I like Str- oh, no. Strickland by knockout. Plus 420. Oh, Strickland. That's a Harry bet. You got to get on Michael. So take the under, Sal. Take the under. Well, I don't like uh, any of these picks, so okay. I'm going to ask for another round from you guys. Okay, so give me give me um, another. <laughs> Paula Kid, let's start with you. You want to take the Lions? We could end this uh, right now. Uh all right, Harry, I'll go with your dumb teaser. Just, I don't oh. know, Jacksonville, they stink. Three in a row, South. Three sharp tanks in Let's a row. Go. All right, okay, you have three in a row. All right, so Jacksonville, just lose by 13, three, lose 30 to 17, and we'll be wow. happy there. Uh, all right, uh, okay, listen, extrapoints.com slash arcade. You got the pick'em contest. You win 100 bucks. You got the gold cap, Brother Bry. you get a gold cap if you hit mm. the prop quiz What's right. What's that? All right. (laughs) I'll show you. There's pictures of it online. Google image, the gold cap for extra points. Um, I think one of the questions in the prop quiz is will I beat Bill Simmons in fantasy? I'm a half a point favorite and I'm starting Tom Brady against him. Good. How sweet this is going to be. I know. How did I make the playoffs? You did? Is that? Yeah. How did that's that work? Real. That's that's who your quarterback is in that league, am, or is this the other? There, uh, no, I'm six and eight in that league. I have no business making the playoffs, but everyone was so bad. Six out of the 12 teams make it or six out of the 10 make it. Um, wow. And so, uh, yeah, I know it's the opposite of what I'm going through in our league where I'm, I'm the best at a team that anyone's ever seen. I can't get the playoffs, <laughs> but, uh, so that's that. So uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade play our uh, free games for prizes and hundred dollar bills yeah. right there. Extra points live January 8th, January 9th, free events, watch parties. The Sunday week 18 will be at the Jimmy Kimmel comedy club. Uh, Sunday, Monday, then we will be at the Jimmy Kimmel comedy club. Also watching the national championship game. These guys will be there. Uh, Martin will be there. The Megan's will be there. Damashek, everybody, Eddie spaghetti. Uh, everyone jump Mikey meatballs, uh, baby face. You're going to be there, right? I will be there. My brother, Meatface is coming. We can't wow. wait. Babyface mm-hmm. and Meatface, everyone Meatface. together. Jimmy Kimmel Live Bowl. There it is. LABowl.SoFiStadium.com. Buy tickets. They're cheap, $35. We're taking Fresno State minus three. Ryan Leaf, before he had a uh, dumb guy meltdown on Twitter, told us to take Fresno State, told us off the air that he actually doesn't believe in his Cougars, regardless of what he said <laughs> in the interview. <laughs> Your word is gold, Ryan. We're loading up on the Bulldogs. Wow. Minus three. There you go. State. <laughs> Joel, Joel, bigger Twitter rivalry right now. <laughs> Harry and Ben Kelly or Sal and Ryan Leaf? What's the bigger one? Listen, I'm staying out of this. I, 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 this is, I don't even know what I happened. I didn't do anything wrong, for God's sakes. All I did was say that the guy is uh, I, it was one of those expressions like, oh, my God, this story is so good. It doesn't even have to be true. And he blew up at me. He's like, how dare you say this isn't true? Why don't you call me a liar to my face? Like, what? Uh, what goes on with people, Harry? There's only, so many, this, Harry. There's only yeah. so many Notre Dame Heisman winners. <laughs> Eddie will get to the bottom of this and find out. I believe well, that. I, I believe it. Sal, Scott mm. would have figured that out. 
I don't know about that. Yeah, maybe, Uh, maybe. maybe, It's just very sad. My favorite cowboy of all time, like turning against (laughs) me here. It's very sad. Uh, All right, there you go. Wait, Sal. (laughs) That'll do it. Yeah. Sal, very quickly, Harry, speaking of uh, France, went to one of the finest restaurants in the United States last night, the French Laundry. Yeah, I didn't believe him. I truly didn't believe him. 12-course meal. I called the restaurant. And I said, is there a very large? And they just said, yes, yes, he's here. <laughs> so <laughs> immediately, he really did. The 12 course, I believe. Were you there? Yeah, I saw you. You made your video like in a jacket. Whose jacket was that? I bought it. <laughs> Who'd you buy it off of? <laughs> I bought it. I bought oh, a jacket, wow. a nice did, jacket. How did was you buy it, Harry? One recently? It's good. Oh, I, I've been in the bathroom all day long. Oh, good. Uh, that's not an endorsement for uh, French laundry. Yeah, it was away. good. It was good. But a lot bombs, of creams and a lot of bombing. Bombs away. Jesus Christ. Bombs all right. right. It's all right. <laughs> oh, all right. That's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds for uh, Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. I got a dot. I can't even wipe. I got a dot. Don't let that go on the air, Michael. (laughs) 